What's up guys? It's your boy, Radical. Now, my workout plans have been a success. More than 300 plus purchases and many more returning customers. You cannot ask for anything else and people are loving it. The same life-changing and affordable prices still remain. So go to RadicalLatino.com and change your life today. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads in the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Let's go. Ra- 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 Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than civil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views. I think his views are actually more dangerous. Yeah, what up, my people? It's your boy, Radical, a.k.a. number 17 on all Latin podcasts, a.k.a. number 24 on all Bronx podcast influencer list, and also Mr. Unsuable for 90, that's 9-0, 90 weeks running. What is going on? I hope everybody is doing great. I also have my boy with me from Rasastan. What's going on, Flo? What's up, bro? What up, Rad? Uh, definitely glad to be here. Uh, been tuning into your channel for a minute now, and I'm glad that you have me as a guest today. So, looking forward yeah, to having yeah, this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely want, I, I, I needed you as a guest today <laughs> because okay. of, of the topic at hand and stuff. Because um, you are more knowledgeable, you know, on this because you just did some recent research or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. but, but let the people know who you are and also that you got a podcast. It's called Asa Stan. You know, just mm-hmm. uh, tell the people about yourself a little bit. All right, so I go by Flo. Uh, got this name a long time ago, actually. Uh, I used to uh, perform in hip hop, so that's how I got the name. And then after that, I just kind of kept it. But uh, my podcast essentially is challenging narratives. Um, it's intended to heal people through brutal honesty, you know? So sometimes I say things that people don't like, <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's all with good intentions. So yeah, um, I'm, I've been doing this now for about a year, I think, something like that, so yeah. That's what's up. That's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and um, and again, uh, you know, I I don't have my my camera on because of other things that happen <laughs> behind the scenes right now. So, uh, oh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be seeing a uh, 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 Flo's beautiful beautiful shiny face. You know what I mean? So so, <laughs> you know. Um, but but the thing the thing it is. Um, let me give you guys some updates right quick. Um, on on everything. First of all, the filming is still happening. The documentary, uh, Open Wounds at Island Divided that is still happening the thing is i'm running into some issues with uh with getting people's basically schedule all together you know some some um professors have certain schedules that i have to work around and also they uh they have certain uh, uh, meeting places that they have to work around when it comes to me so that's still happening um also if you guys want some more you know up-to-date you know things that i'm not going to be putting on social media just on the website go to official open wounds movie.com 
and you guys are going to get up to date the filming is still happening it's still you know currently you know it's in the process but mind you this is only part two because i'm doing everything best believe part three is not going to take this long or part four so definitely just be patient with me guys i'm basically running this whole thing out of a garage <laughs> so just just hold <laughs> hold on also um the podcast is gonna move um until until i until you know until i i say so but it might the podcast might be every two weeks depending on how busy i am with filming how busy i am with traveling and stuff the the podcast might move into every two weeks just stay tuned to my social media um radical underscore latino underscore on uh, on my twitter and also on my instagram i will make a formal announcement but right now i might be planning it that way because i got a lot of things got a lot of things going on and also um number three uh there's a there's been a couple of comments that i have to address and before i address those type of comments i'm gonna make a uh an announcement real quick um when i started the podcast my podcast i started it for to go against white supremacy right and one of the initial things that i did when i started my podcast and going against white supremacy was calling out the latino community right some people on my uh, on my on my group on my community saw that as something that i shouldn't be doing something i shouldn't be calling out other folks saw that as okay that's good that you're calling it out i'm gonna rock with you right but now there's a a little bit of a double-edged sword here because the people that didn't want me to call out our own community on their little bs little fuckery and stuff like that those are the people i could care less about and those are the people i don't even want around me. you know those are the type of people those are the chivos the 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 ranchers of the world i, I could care less about them but the other i'm <clears throat> sorry the other side where they constantly think or want me to just go after my no that one that's not gonna happen right because every community it's not a saving grace every community isn't just um you know uh uh an end all be all there's nothing bad with it no 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 for for a long time latinos have been attacked have have been um made a mockery of have been put basically put down in the boots of you guys shut up because you guys are a bunch of immigrants which is not necessarily true bunch of immigrants and you guys will be last in literally everything in political arenas in social classes we are being attacked i believe a little bit more so now so the fact that i've taken a step a step back and actually started defending my own community my own set of people but also holding them accountable on some of the fuckery but also defending them saying no this is not gonna happen and correcting some of the anti-latino rhetoric i got i'm getting some hate for that and the way i see it is i see it as basically hypocrisy you can't the way i see it is is that you cannot you cannot shame me for helping my like for for correcting other people's you know um how can i say how can i say this um ignorance on my community 
but also praise me in the same time for calling my community out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what, what do you, what do you got to say on this flow? What, what do you think? Uh, I, like I said, I mean, I've, I've been seeing your content for a while and I think your early content definitely focused on calling out the anti, more specifically anti-black rhetoric in the Latino community. Yeah. Uh, and I think you got a lot of, you know, criticism for that too. I mean, and, and now that you're speaking up against, you know, some of the stuff that's going on, going on with us, uh, our community, you're getting hate for that as well. Like you said, right. Uh, I think when, when you're, when you're, uh, somebody who is going to put yourself out there and is, is going to say things that are going to shake walls or ruffle feathers, people are going to give you their opinion. Um, I had a similar situation with the last video I posted on, on my, on my, uh, platform i talked about europeans and diseases and i got so much hate for that right yeah you know and and it's really interesting because the previous video that i did didn't get as much traffic so whenever you say things that are controversial you're going to get people to, that are going to disagree with you which i understand i mean you know i understand i get it but at the same time it does does kind of suck that you feel like you're doing the right thing and you still get hate, hated for it you know exactly and and the thing is i'm not trying to make this a whole latino versus black type of issue i'm not trying to make it like, like that again my stance has not changed black and brown unity i'm not changing that you know what i'm saying because some of these individuals do not represent the whole black community and also some of these latino you know um bozos do not represent the whole latin community so i want to make that very clear but the the fact that for recently some of the videos that I've been making that debate that I really don't even consider the debate. It was basically a screaming match. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, some of those type of things, I'm seeing some of my retractors actually come back to me telling me that, oh, now you see what we were talking about this whole time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys out were on some racist stuff. Mm -hmm. You guys were on some hate stuff. All I'm doing is is calling out the hypocrisy and I'm not and I'm also correcting the anti-Latino rhetoric. For for example, for example, in Dominican Republic, there was, I don't know if you see my video, but there was a lady that went to Dominican Republic and they she started calling Dominicans racist. Yes, I did see that one. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, there was a lot of comments talking about, and just for the people who might not know, uh, she went to Dominican Republic and she was like, oh, it, it was beautiful she ran into a small protest and she wanted to know what was the protest about. The protest was about um, Haitian immigration, how they don't want Haitians to come into the country because they steal the jobs and stuff. And she said it verbatim. I understand because we have the same thing in America with Mexicans coming in, blasey, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So with that statement being said, that means you know and you understand that you're against immigration and that means the whole rhetoric of being racist should be out the window now because she got um accosted and you know and then you know wrong obviously wrongfully so but she got accosted and then she just because they thought that she was a haitian and then they found out she was american mm -hmm. that's when she just said oh no because now she got accosted she believes that's racist and my thing is you can't have both mm -hmm. you can't have both you can't be anti-immigrant and then when you get profiled 
that's when you start saying, oh no, this is racist. You you can't have both. Mm -hmm. It's like saying it's like saying now, for some of the 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 people, who, so for some of the black folks who are against immigration, it's like saying now, uh, oh yeah, we built this country, go back home, blah 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 blah, and then when immigration confuses you for a Haitian or an African, and then you go like, oh wait a minute that's race no 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 you, you can't do you can't have both yes you yes. cannot have both so that was my that was my whole point and you would see some of the comments is like you know what she was talking about wow you changed this and this and i'm like hey yo i'm like no i'm calling out hypocrisy if you guys don't see the hypocrisy then you shouldn't even be here you know what i'm saying yes yeah. what do you think about that yeah it's true like i said i mean when you start to speak truth and that's the thing the thing about our platforms is that people think we were necessarily taking a specific side but i mean all at least for my for myself i'm trying to be as truthful as possible every time i post something every time i talk about a topic i'm not necessarily taking any sides you know i'm taking the side of truth and sometimes the truth truth offends people you know so in that situation where you talked about it i think also what the woman doesn't understand is that the dominican republic and haiti have a very complicated history because i know that uh when haiti became independent right they took over the island the, the entire island so there's a lot of rivalry between those two countries and you know just to come in come in there as a african-american or black american and say oh you know they're being racist is not that there's a lot of tension between both countries and if she understood that she would she would have known why you know she got you know i guess profiled or whatever you know so uh yeah, yeah so that's how i feel about that yeah and, and mind you um, the way the way I'm going about these whole you know correcting or you know going against anti-Latino rhetoric, the way I'm going about it, one first of all I'm going respectful. Mm -hmm. You know I'm not calling nobody no names. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not doing that because one that's going to take away from my message. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. one and and also a real man knows how to communicate verbally without all that other you know nonsense. You know, yes. I'm not a Chivo, I'm not a rancho that goes within two seconds, start calling a black person the N-word. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. And and all and also that for for some of the racists that like to use that word like as a as a okay, I'm done with this conversation, and we're and we're and that's like your last basically grandstand. You know what I mean? It's like yes. okay, don't you think you should do that towards the end? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait. Instead of instead of like in like in the middle of it, that yeah, makes yeah, no yeah. sense. Like you literally just lost the whole argument. Basically, right? You're saying yeah. you lost the argument when you say that. Yep. Exactly. So so what's you know what's the point? And the the thing of how some certain people was calling me, wow, I thought I thought you you wasn't racist and i'm like just because i'm calling certain people wow. out doesn't make me racist Interesting. but if you if you see me like that that's on you dog <laughs> do whatever you want to do i could care less you know what i mean but 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 anyway so i want i want to talk real quick about your uh your oh wait, wait wait before i say anything um have you seen the rescue rangers movie i have not have you seen um uh, uh the roger rabbit movie uh, there's a new one or what? No, no, the old one. Mm -hmm. Bas yeah. Basically, it's basically like a homage to mm -hmm. Roger Rabbit. Basically, that movie, Roger Rabbit, dude, the Ranger dude is actually pretty funny. It's I was I thought it was like a little kid movie. No, they had like both. Mm -hmm. It's like very adult, but also 
for nostalgic, you know, people Got and it. also for little kids. You know what I'm saying? It's actually really funny. Yeah. It's really so. I recommend you guys uh, watch the Rescue Rangers. Well, even Roger Rabbit was not really a kid movie if you think about it. That's true. That's, it was, it was <laughs> and very I watched adult. it. Yeah, it was very adult. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to the first topic of Twitter being exposed. So for for people who might not know, um, Twitter got exposed um, a couple of weeks ago. Right, talking about um, their anti-free speech, they're, uh, they're they're pretty much like a dictatorship and blase blase blah, so on and so forth. Right, and uh, the reason why it came out because an ex-employee, oh no, a current, I'm sorry, a current employee, a uh, senior engineer on Twitter, was recorded by a um, a reporter on his on his take. So we're gonna actually take a look now. Let me let me repeat that real quick. All right, so you can see it, right? Yes. All right, all right. Here it goes. Twitter does not free speech. Capitalists. We weren't really operating in a capitalist mode or race. Also, it's like we're all like communist. Ideologically, uh, it does not make sense. Like because we're actually centering the right, not the left. So if everyone on the right wing will be like, bro, it's okay to say, just gotta tolerate it. Uh, the left will be like, no, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need a censor, or else I'm not gonna be in the So it does double right. It's true. There is bias. I don't know the two parties can truly coexist on one platform. What do your colleagues say about it? Like, they hate it. Oh my god, I'm at least like okay with it, but some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. What are they saying? They're, they're like, this will be my last day if it happens. Has much changed since, like, Elon's coming A lot of change. A lot has changed. We're all, like, worried for a job. Why are you guys so worried? You know, jobs are just taking the like, I, 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 I think it's just like the environment, like you, you're there and, and you make all my sense. We did all we can to like revolt against it. A lot of employees revolted against it. But at the end of the day, board of directors have a say and then they acted on their best interest because they didn't want to get sued. I basically went and worked like four hours a week last quarter. That's just how it works for a company. Yeah. How would you describe communism inside Twitter? Essentially, like, everyone gets to do whatever they want. No one really cares about, like, OPEX, like, capitalism. They care about numbers. They care about, like, But in Twitter, it's like, mental health is everything. Like, if you're not feeling it, you can take a few days off. You can take a month off, then come back. But you always like, like do your best at any time, and that's the culture. And you know, we'll run the business as much as possible. So, so I'm just gonna stop it right there. Um, I, I th- this was kind of, um, you know, kind of crazy uh, when it actually came out. I mean, just put us back in. So it was kind of, it was kind of crazy when it came out, and some of the things that was actually said on that. A lot of people pretty much already knew. Yes. But also, it was very eye-opening how somebody from the inside actually is pretty much speaking out, saying, no, this is actually a real thing. 
you know um I, before i say anything what what are what are your thoughts on that yeah like i said i think this is something that everybody already knew uh pretty much anyone who is associated with uh anything that's right wing usually gets banned on twitter i mean look at what happened to, to trump as much as people hate trump i mean he yeah had, he had a lot of funny tweets you know uh but even if you're not like super left even if you're like more moderate too i mean anything that challenges a narrative right anything that challenges what's popular today is probably going to get banned on twitter or at least you know before uh elon musk came into to the picture so i mean whatever he's saying obviously is uh is true you know and everyone's been saying it but again it takes something like this to expose it which is ridiculous yeah and my my thing my thing is um what really hit me was uh him saying two parties can't coexist mm. in a single platform which i i really don't i really don't believe that mm -hmm. i think two parties can coexist i've the way i've seen it is um that the right is a little bit more extreme with their point of views yes and the left i'm sorry to say is very is very <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll clear it man, so, the, so they can actually say it, it's very, <laughs> it's very sensitive with a yes. lot, with, yep. with a lot. Ba basically, mm -hmm. they, they're, they're catching, they're catching a fit almost every other day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god, mm -hmm. I can't believe it. No, relax. Yes. Um. So, I understand. I understand. Like me, I'm very, I'm very middle. I'm very, mm -hmm. I'm very middle. And a lot, I will probably say, I'm a little bit more libertarian same here it's some of my beliefs you know mm -hmm. what i mean because i don't want to government oversight on everything you same. know what i mean mm -hmm. i'm extremely second amendment mm -hmm. um but also i feel like women should also have their choice to choose you know what what goes on in their bodies you know if they mm -hmm. want to have the 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 little you know abort board you know what i'm saying if they mm -hmm. want to have mm -hmm. that or whatever let them do that you know i don't yes. i shouldn't be saying anything so a lot of people, a lot of people would say, and I would say that I'm a little bit uh, more libertarian than, than anything else. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that I've even seen some of these social media platforms outside of Twitter be very, very left leaning. Oh yeah. And some of the things that I, I just, I don't understand. Why would you, why would you, why would you think some people would side with the extreme like with extreme versions of the left in your opinion well i think it comes down to uh to power right i did a whole okay. video on hierarchies and how you know the left is essentially fighting for for power they've been doing it for years right there's always a struggle between the left and right and right now i think the left has an upper hand and a lot of things like you say you know especially in social media and in tv you know and so there's going to be this constant fight and these individuals who are left-leaning, right? They say they're fighting for equality, but they're not fighting for equality. They're fighting for, for power. But they're just not going to say that, right? It's just, it's it's a it's because if you say that, you're going against against what you actually believe in, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's why, like you said, we can't tolerate the right because then they're going to want our power. It comes down to it, it comes down to power, and I think if people were more honest about that, then we can have a more honest conversation but that's why these left you know sjw's i don't really buy with them you know personally on a personal level i can have, i can have a conversation with them you know but as far as uh you know uh believing what they believe i don't because 
like I said, I stand for the truth. In some sense, the truth does not does not uh, coincide with what they believe in. Wait right? a minute, hold on, Flo. You mean yeah. to tell me women, don't, real women, don't have penises? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Is Basically, that what you're bro. telling me? Oh, wait Basically. a minute. Hold on, brother. Cancel him. That's Cancel that's him. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 man. I mean, that's that's what it is, you know. And even saying that is is controversial, you know. Twenty years ago, when we were kids, you yeah. know, that that was not a a, a controversy, right? Yeah. So that was pretty much a accepted, a fact. Right? Yeah, we, we know that men are and women are different. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've been told when I was a little kid, you know, don't hit a woman because you're stronger than her, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We 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 know this. Yes, but. If I just went and said, you know what, now I'm a woman, it's okay if I beat her up. Then, yeah. then basically the <laughs> laws on my it's on my side. Well, actually, it's a nobody's side. They'll just leave me alone because I'm a woman, right? Mm -hmm. That that right there doesn't doesn't make any type of sense. Doesn't to, to me. First of all, let me let me. The the thing is, um, first of all, one of my one of my tweets that got took taken down because I was defending um, Dave Chappelle, right? Yes. And I pretty much said, I don't see what's transphobic what Dave Chappelle said. Mm -hmm. um, somebody went on a whole tide rate of listing point by point what he said was offensive and everything on that whole thing I found extremely funny and not offensive. <laughs> so I said, I said, well, um the only thing that i will probably see offensive and this is just me reaching is the fact that he said gender is real right yeah in their in their side okay i understand because let's be honest these people want 200 something somewhat genders which yeah. is insane to me because outside of a of a, of a jj in a ding dong <laughs> Let me know what other thing, what other gender that might be. You know what I mean? So yeah. outside of that, please let me know. So the, the thing is, I was like, okay, I understand what you guys are saying, but he is correct. Gender is real. Whatever sexual orientation you believe in, that's on you. But mm -hmm. gender is a real thing. You're not born with either or. You know, like you're not born without it or something new. You know what I mean? Like yes. it doesn't make sense. So I understand that. I understand the whole tolerance thing. I get it. I, in the end of the day, I could care less. Yes. I really could care less what you chop off, what you chop on. It doesn't really matter. You can add free Wi-Fi to one of them boobs. I do not. <laughs> I do not care. I do yeah. not. I do not care. The only time. The only time I really could care less about it, the only time I could really could care less about it, well, I actually could care care about it, I'm sorry, could care about it is if it's in sports, that's mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And two, if you physically look like a man and you're telling me that you're a woman and your pronouns are his, like hers and she, I'm gonna be like, yo, he is over there. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, not gonna- You're gonna do that, huh? I'm not gonna, the thing is, the thing is, I'm not going. It's not that I won't respect it. I just won't acknowledge it because my mind will just go into default of what they look like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ima imagine, imagine, imagine a DMX looking dude with a wig talking about, "I'm a woman now," 
You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 he, no, he is bugging. You know, <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. I'll say because I'll, I'll just go back to default, you know. Yes. But, but, but my my thing is so my my thing got got taken down or whatever. And also, I got into this like conversation with someone on on Instagram at all places, going back and forth because I said I really don't care about what the left might think or whatever the case is. I could care mm-hmm. less about, again, what some of these people might chop on or chop off. My thing is, is governing my speech. That's one. But also, yes. but also mm-hmm. on the, the sports, you cannot tell me that someone who basically uh, gained gain privilege off of their body testosterone for years doing the, a sport and then for two years, suppressing that testosterone, telling me that you're not gonna have an advantage. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. You, you can't tell me that because your your body's already equipped for 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 that type of sport. You know what I mean? We're not talking yes. about you going, you're going, you know, swimming, and then the next thing you're gonna do is football. I'm not talking about <laughs> that. I'm talking. I'm talking about doing the same thing. If you were a runner when you were a male and now you're a female, you're still a runner. And now when you were a male, you were number 500 in the state. And now mm-hmm. that you're a female, you're literally number one. Mm-hmm. You're smoking these women. Yes. Like, do not tell me that that does not like that, that, that there's no, there's no connection towards it. Of course, there's an advantage. Yes. Because if there wasn't an advantage, then, then all these domestic assault things shouldn't be in the books right yes yes and i mean and what i would say to that because i also did a whole video on this too is i would say that like i said 20 years ago gender and sex were the same thing today they're not right according to the sjw's and those on the left they'll say that gender is how you see yourself in your head right Mm. so back in the day this was called gender dysphoria it was actually a mental health you know uh illness right there's people who who are so concerned with seeing themselves as the opposite sex that they'll you know go and do surgery or whatever right so what i said in that video was that look like like just like you i don't care how they identify it doesn't bug me i mean you know as long as they're not trying to govern my speech like you said right and at the end of the day what i said too is why does it matter how i see you if in your head you see yourself a certain way so why should you, you need my validation exactly Facts. does that mean that you're not you don't see yourself at the way you tell people the world to see you right so if i if i were to come to you rad and say you know you, you got to see me as a, as an american yeah. right and you're like well why would i i mean whatever right or maybe you know i have because i'm five percent black you yeah. should call me black yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah what are you gonna say no i mean like why does it matter what, what you have to say, right? At the end exactly. of the day, how I identify, you know, should not, should not, um, that shouldn't, you shouldn't impose that on somebody else, is what I said. So, exactly. And a lot of these people have, you know, it's, it's not even the, it's not even the gendered thing. They have so much trauma from not being acknowledged, maybe as children. Because yeah. if you notice, it's mo- most of these folks are Gen Z folks, right? It's not yeah. people from, from our generation or, or previous ones. It's this new generation that feels entitled and privileged to, to, uh, be told whatever they're told right so they have deeper issues than the gender issue but i would say yeah yeah and and it goes it goes deeper than that too because Mm -hmm. look when i started right when i started my podcast right Mm -hmm. 
the first thing that they started asking me, what did I identify myself as? And I go like, I'm black, right? Yeah. And that's what I was I was saying. And I and, and I've and I've explained that plenty of times of why I've said it. One is because of the, you know, I believe the 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 one being more educated now. I believe that the one drop rule is completely stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it wasn't a met. It was never a metric for us. It was a metric for white folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's be completely honest. Without us speaking about it, these white folks somewhat still follow that one drop rule. Let's oh. let's let's keep it let's keep it honest, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one. Two. The other reason why I use that is because in indigenous people here in the Americas was always declassified between native and black mm-hmm. sometimes they were black sometimes they were native and they would just flip-flop those terms interchangeably with the native folks so that's why i'll be like yeah i'm black but in reality i think it was only one no i said that pl- plenty of times my real identification because one my dad is black and my mom is indigenous i consider myself an afro-indigenous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always did and yeah. the thing and the, and the thing is that a lot of people seem to harp on that little thing and go like, "Oh, well, you say that." I'm like, <laughs> I, "I'm like, I'm not saying that I'm an African American or I look African. I never said that." You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta understand where where I come from, and on top of that, my background. You know, when I come from a black person and an indigenous person, what you think I'm gonna be saying? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I understand that, but. I'm not over here talking about, yeah, I was born by two moms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and, and then just saying out of nowhere, yeah, my dad got pregnant. No, whoa, wait, what? How is that even possible? Yeah. So so I understand, like, because it does go, it does go deep. Mm-hmm. It does, it does go deep. And I think um so, certain people who are uh biracial, uh, multiracial, uh will want to identify either with one or multiple, right? And some people might not understand that, so I get it. But when it comes to other people, for example, you know, the, the, the transgender issue, mm-hmm. you see leftists defending it to without oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. defending it to the point of 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 basically taking science and, and slapping it in the Define face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So tell it tell, telling me that a man can get pregnant. I'm like, no, that's not a thing. That yep. is not a thing. Well, don't get me wrong. I have seen some bitchy men, but <laughs> I, I, I'm like, that's not that's not a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, one thing that I would agree with you on, is let, let's talk about let's talk about the whole how you just said a mental issue, right? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 just talk about that for one second. There's a mental there's a mental condition right now of basically how can i say paralyzing yourself yes there's literally for those who might not know there's literally a mental disorder of paralyzing yourself because inside your mind you believe that you need to be paral either paralyzed handicapped for some reason there was a story of a woman blinding herself because she believed that she needed to be blind you know and she I think she went as far as to, I think she went as far as to uh, pour, was it Clorox or acid? Jesus. It was something. It was something. She went as far as to pour Clorox or acid or something like that into her eyes, and she. Oh, man. 
the way I see it is, um, staple your eyes shut. Like, is that so? Is that so hard? But my but my thing is, that's they they consider that a mental disorder. There's there's people yeah. that 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 went along to like I, I believe the Philippines just to pay a surgeon to cut their leg off because they believe they need to be without a leg and they go and do that mm -hmm. that's a mental disorder now let me let me go into the future and you're gonna tell me now that real people don't have legs don't don't yep. you know what i'm saying like like that i don't know I, it might be a reach i might not be connecting it but what, what do you think i think the next one's gonna be race people are gonna be able to identify with whatever race they want Mm. Especially white folks, and if you think about it, it's yeah. white liberals who are the ones pushing these narratives too. That's true, you know. And that's one thing true. that I'm going to say that's pretty pretty controversial, you know, especially with our men, you know, brown and black men. I think I think it's done on purpose to emasculate brown and black men because mm. that's that's how you dominate a culture. Mm. You know. Gotcha. Yep. Because. Yeah, you're right. Because if everybody's not white, then in their mind, what are what are you arguing about? Exactly. Exactly. Oh shit! Yo, we should all be white now. Now let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. No, that's actually that that yeah. And that's the and that's the thing. The and this is the thing. The buffoonery of some of some of these people, you know, that that want to basically control every little a aspect of what you should say and how you should say it mm -hmm. or 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 whatever the case is and i believe that you're right the next thing will be will be race and in my in my mind in my mind it's like okay real real quick um when when i was getting my my business loan i went to 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 get it to get a minority business loan for, from the federal government right okay um part of my part of applying was you know going online but also showing up in person mm -hmm. best believe when i showed up in person there was nothing but white folks up in there with little feathers on their head talking about their one eighth cherokee <laughs> of course and i i sat next to one of them and i'm like i'm like i was like you you're minority he he looked at me he was like i'm a one eighth fourth navajo i'm like oh oh okay brother all right cool i'm like all right you see it seemed like you missed the sun for a couple of years but all right cool yeah. and this dude was the saying it with a straight face with a feather on his head you know what i mean and mm -hmm. i'm like you i understand people trying to get an advantage whenever they can i get it yep but it's to a point where it gets ridiculous it is. you know now now in new york city they're having residential buildings just for gay and transgender people mm -hmm. and on top of that they're getting benefits for that for example they're getting um i believe every month they get 300 in food stamps or whatever the case is yes in my in my the way i see it is if you're going through hard times pretend to be gay they're not gonna be like basically they're not gonna Basically. be like, all right, kiss the dude right now. You know <laughs> right now, saying? prove it right now. <laughs> like, prove it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but 
hey, if I'm going through hard times, right, and the government is giving LGBT, hey, like you better, you better put on some tutus and some high heels and be like, let's go, yo, I'm well, getting some. Identify as a woman, you know what I mean? That's all you can do right now, just identify as a woman. Exactly, exactly. And in California, it's actually pretty easy. They, uh, there was a there was a dude that actually did it by, as a joke. He was like, I want to see how easy this is. Literally, it's just a, it's one page, a one page, two paragraph form. Wow. You you go give your birth certificate with your with your social. You change your sex, and within two weeks, your new ID is in the mail. Hmm. And it, it's it, it gives. So on the on the on the card on the ID, where it says sex, it has a little asterisk on top. Oh, okay. So now the now this is the thing they let you know exactly they in that form they go like you are now abide by every like law under that sex meaning if you get arrested you will be placed in the female wow type of uh you know facility so i don't know man i don't know i i believe that some of these social medias uh out there who want to you know pretty much show some of the dominance on speech you know they they have a, a a fine line i believe youtube might be the only one where they like they're pretty fair mm -hmm. with both sides but i know for a fact TikTok is extremely left-leaning oh, extremely yeah. left-leaning so i understand that equality fall but it gets to a point where it gets extremely ridiculous well, it's no longer equality. It be, again, it becomes a, a power trip. People get get power, yeah. and they don't like go there. Exactly, exactly. And and the thing is, right now, people are probably like saying, "Radical, you're against racism. How can you believe? How can you go against? How can?" The thing is, yeah, I'm against racism. But the thing is, I'm not going to be like, "Okay, I'm against racism," and you having a penis makes you a woman. I'm not gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do that. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't yep. make sense. Yep. You know what I mean? But with, with that being said, let's go to our main, <laughs> let's go to our main topic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mexicans or Mexico helping slaves escape. Now, mm -hmm. I reached out to Flo because I saw this in um his uh his stories on Instagram where he uh you know. He put out a, a video on YouTube. I said, okay, let me go check it out. And I was pretty much I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I was pretty pretty much like um like not only surprised but also very empowered by hearing that because I didn't know that Mexico played a huge part mm -hmm. During this, uh, you know, during the Underground Railroad, during those times, and I recently was sent a clip of a certain individual. I'm not even gonna say their name. Who were they were discussing or talking to another um, fellow Latino, and this Latino individual said, "Well, you do know that." Oh no, I'm sorry. This individual said, "What has Latinos done historically?" to help out black Americans. Hmm. And he said, well, I'm Mexican and Mexico help help black folks escape slavery. Yes. And the mental gymnastics that this individual did 
in order to say that that was wrong. Historically, he was not accurate, but the mental gymnastics that he had to go through and the mental gymnastics that he had to say in order for him not to, in other words, just admit that, okay, that is actually true. This is a fact was appalling to me. Even some of the fellow callers that came in and said, yeah, I agree with you, but you're bro. You're wrong on that. Mexicans did help out. He cut them off. I I believe it. He just cut them off. So I'm going to go before we we go on to say, I'm going to just say one thing. Latinos for a long time. Again, like I said in the beginning, I'm going to say it now. We've been shot out of history. But Latinos, we have been given the rug pulled under us when it comes to history. We've not been told literally half of the amazing things that we have done. And the thing is that the more we keep on listening to some pseudoscience BS, the more we keep on listening to some un- some individuals who are uneducated and just want to have a yelling match. Mm-hmm. So if we keep on listening to some individuals with a nice voice, but doesn't bring nothing to the table, you're going to be lost. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to myself, critique everything, research yep. everything. The thing when it comes to our history is very complicated. There's a lot of moving parts. I get that. But there is always one road, and that's the truth. There you go. Whenever we go into going into 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 ways of saying, well, it no, you're dismissing what really happened. Mm-hmm. That means you you have an agenda, and that means I should not be following. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the thing is, like I said, for a long time, Latinos have been under an, uh, an attack. You know, the majority uh, and, and partially is our fault. And I'm going to say that partially is our fault. And I'm going to say because when our people die the same way as black Americans, we don't get the same news coverage. No, nope. we don't get the same, you know, marches, nor do we get the same hashtag partially like i kept on saying it's our fault because we don't go out in the streets and actually do this that's the thing but also it's also a media push the media pushes black versus white Mm -hmm. that's what they like to push yep they don't push you know white versus brown you know what i'm saying they don't Mm -hmm. push that the thing is, I could go into countless times where we could have a one-on-one apples to apples comparison with a with a famous death in the black community and a non-famous death in the Latin community dying the same way. And there's literally nothing that is done, said, or even marched that. You know, these cops still come back and actually there was a there was a there was a i believe a couple of years ago there was a cop that came that came out he started writing you know his text messages got released but nothing really happened after that 
he said, yeah, you might as well just kill a Mexican because nothing will happen with them. They don't have wow. a Mexican Lives Matter. Wow. So, the, so these people, they, they know who's being somewhat, somewhat protected because black folks are not being really protected. But socially, black, yeah, people, black folks have a lot of power. Let's keep yes. it a thousand. So these people know who's the weak group and who's not. Let's keep it a thousand. Mm-hmm. Asians got a whole hate crime bill. You know what I'm saying? Yep. A whole hate crime bill. Black folks get their issues heard in the media. Latinos, nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. So this is the reason why having, one, spaces like this, and two, information like this, information that is actually you know practical for us to know is extremely, extremely, extremely important. So with that being said, let's go let's go into this topic. Um now you're you guys are gonna you guys are gonna hear that a president in Mexico was uh people are gonna deflect and say well the president in Mexico who who took slavery away was actually black and then he was Mexican no that makes no sense Homie was not the president of the United States. He was president of Mexico. There's a reason for that, right? So, yes. so homie was Mexican. The fact that he was a black Mexican has nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Homie was Mexican. He represented the Mexican people. So I just want to get that disclaimer out the way. So anybody that is a darker melanin does not mean that they are Mexican or Latino, fourth or third or fifth. No, that, that makes no type of sense. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. You uh, you want you want to take it off, bro? Yeah. So I mean, just to, just to give more background information on that. His name was Vicente Guerrero, right? So he was of African descent. Um, yeah. And just like most of Latin America, Mexico had a very large black population. The reason why uh, we don't have that today is because of all the intermixing, right? And obviously, Mexico had a bigger indigenous population than, let's say. Uh, Hispaniola or other parts of Latin America where the native population was pretty much almost replaced by African slaves. So in Mexico, you had that unique experience, right? Where, where yes, again, you, you had the African influence in a lot of, a lot of places, right? Like I said, I'm of African descent, uh, through my mother's side. Um, you know, so I, um, that's something I'm very, very proud of, but obviously my, my phenotype is more indigenous, right? Yeah. Funny thing though is that I'm actually more European than my dad's side. Oh so, wow! <laughs> yeah, you know, I I, th- I took one of those uh, tests that you took as well. Yeah. But uh, anywho, um, Mexico when, when they first fought for independence, they were, you know, looking to uh, abolish slavery back in 1810. Yeah, because that, of the the French was uh was there, right? Oh, this is before the French. This, this is oh, uh, okay. when they were fighting off against Spain. So got it, got it, got it, got it. Miguel Hidalgo, right, was trying to fight for independence the first initial uh fight for independence that was one of the cause and and slavery right so this is back in 1810 right so the reason why it took them so long is because mexico uh had a lot of inner fighting between conservatives and liberals and once we said that came into, came into office he was able to propose that but this was problematic because you know texas at the time was part of mexico and they were getting a lot of immigration from the united states a lot of these folks were bringing in slaves and that 
caused a huge controversy. Really, the reason why uh, Mexico, sorry, uh, Texas became uh, independent, uh, Mexico was because of slavery. Yeah, sorry, my bad, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, so so this this uh, this idea to abolish slavery came very very early, and they were persistent with it. You know, the reason why it took them a while, like I said, is because of the constant fighting between uh, the liberals and conservatives in Mexico. As a matter of fact, the very first uh, leader of the new Mexican Empire was a conservative, uh, Criollo, right? Basically, a, a Spaniard born in Mexico, and. Initially, Central America was part of Mexico. That was part of the empire when it became independent. But when yeah, it Republic. That's when they, you know, they became their own country. And then uh, again, the fight between conservatives and liberals uh, was on and off all the way up until the French Revolution. Like, sorry, the, the French uh, intervention. Sorry, you know, in, in Mexico. Yeah, and um, also some escaped slaves. Um, decided to actually protect la frontera the border yes um due to you know the a, a lot of uh slaves escaping to the point where there were so many slaves escaping going to mexico mm-hmm. that a fugitive slave act was enacted yes and because of that slaves um that escaped took up arms and was basically protecting the side of, of Mexico, and at that time, we're talking about Texas was a part of Mexico, California. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So New Mexico, you know, stuff like that. And the thing is that they will fight off the French. They will fi- fight off um, big armies to protect the freedom that Mexico was giving them. Mm-hmm. And on top of that. Black slaves were not just a part of this army. Mexicans were also a part of this army too. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of Mexicans that actually fought alongside freed African slaves to protect that freedom that they were getting from Mexico. Yep. So we gotta we gotta make that perfectly clear. Yes. The, the thing also is that the majority of the Mexican population actually was agreeing with freeing the African slaves. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, the Texas at the time was part of uh, the Mexican Republic, and you had the Hanos, what they called themselves, and you had the Texians, the Anglo Texans, uh, who for a while, you know, they they intermingled, they 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 shared the spaces and stuff like that. But it was the more recent immigrants from places like the South that began to basically revolt against the Republic, right? Uh, it, it was because of that, but also, again, the politics in Mexico, the constant changing of of presidents and the Constitution, you know, limited the rights of the newcomers, but also the, uh, the Tejanos as well, right? So this is why you also had some Tejanos, a lot of them who were landowners or had some kind of property, side with the Texians, but all the ones that were working in, in these uh, plantations, right, the... the, the farm workers or whatever they would side with the slaves because you know they they had gone through the same thing in haciendas you know in latin america or specifically in mexico um and yes i mean it was very common for for these workers to sometimes um help them escape into mexico and 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 even at times marry these uh uh, african slaves as well right 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for what I've uh, researched, you know, um, that some some of the some of the um, some some of the enslaved Africans, it got to the point where some of them weren't even going to the north. Mm-hmm. They were just going to the south, and it's a it's a it was a it's also it was pretty commonly known that they use uh they you know how people would say uh when you go into the north you use the north star that's how you would get there mm-hmm. uh fugitive fugitive escape the slaves would use the uh, the line on the sand of chariots going down south that's how they would navigate mm. to go down south it got to, it, it, it went to the point where you know um mexicans who were going back to mexico will have African slaves in the back of their of the chariots yeah. and 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 go through Europeans ended up finding out this type of a uh, thing that happened and they ended up you know executing the majority of these people who will go who will be in back of chariots who mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. will be transporting you know it got to the point where Mexico put I believe a a uh, they put out a, not a memorandum, but they basically said if because they were stopping goods and services from coming through, they basically said if you're gonna continue on doing this, we're gonna do the same thing on your side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yes. and these Europeans were actually were getting goods and services from Mexico to the United States, but they weren't allowing goods and services from the United States to Mexico just because of the free African. Um, people that were being protected there so mexico had a huge role yes. in the freeing of african slaves mm-hmm. and when it comes to certain individuals i'm not going to say no names they like to keep us out of it because they have an anti-latino agenda yes you know people can say whatever they want history is going to say something else mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. when when it comes to when it comes to these type of uh these type of things when it comes to these this type of history it's very 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 important to know and very important to to be aware who you're getting your information from again everything that me and flo is saying y'all could just look it up yep yeah yeah but but continue go go ahead yeah i mean and uh in that video that i that i posted if you you know if you go to my page you'll see all the resources and and links to all the stuff that i've read um aside from that obviously you know i i I am somebody who studied history uh, in college. I teach it, you know, for a living now. So um, I don't say things just to say them. You know, I, I do have do have credibility uh, when I do say them. You know, so. Um, but yeah, everything you said is is completely true. And as a matter of fact, the 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 railroad, right? This, this underground railroad to the south to Mexico became a very popular railroad for those states that neared texas and, and, and mexico that communities in northern mexico of basically african people were established and if you go to if you go today to the to these areas that you know in mexico they're called uh the moscogo communities and the people there um obviously intermixed with mexicans but they still have very very uh strong african features or black features and and whenever they have you know, um, like family reunions or some kind of gathering, they will dress in their 
old traditional ways that these slaves just address. And, and I think that to me was really, really interesting because not even here in the States do you see that, right? In Mexico, they'll sing in English. They'll sing the, the songs of freedom that they would sing as they were leaving uh, Texas. And they speak basically nothing but Spanish at this point, but they still know these songs. Yeah. It passed down from the great, great grand, grandparents. So it's it's a beautiful thing that they were able to keep keep these traditions in Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the the thing the thing about it is is that uh, we have we have to we have to know this type of again, like I said, this type of history. And you know, again, you guys are gonna if you guys do the research, you guys are gonna see and come across uh, the Black Seminoles. And yes. these are the one. These are the Black Seminoles who were, first of all, Seminole Indians, and these were tribes that came from Florida. And also, these were individuals who intermixed with the native population mm-hmm. down in Florida. And those were the ones that were escaping also slavery. And some of them were already escaped. They just yes. wanted. To jo- they wanted to join the fight. The thing is, when the Black Seminoles entered the fight, they entered in the side of Mexico. Mm-hmm. They 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 sided with Mexico, and it was to a point where the Mexican military was was not losing, but they were very very low on supplies until the Black Seminoles actually came in and actually introduced other weaponry, more supplies, yeah. and a different way to fight these uh, European powers. So the Black Seminoles were a huge 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 influence and also part of this type of fight and again they sided with the mexicans so we have to make that very clear that when it comes to the side of history you have to pick which side you're in hopefully it's the right side you don't want to be the part of history where you were you're looked at as the evil person for example how some of these uh you know old 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 german soldiers are in homes and if they even say that they were a german show a soldier they're going to be looked at a different way mm-hmm. you know what i mean you better yes. be in the right side of history the black seminoles actually chose the right side of history why because the mexicans were showing that they were about this black and brown unity and they were showing it with their lives yep you know oh, you you, yep. want, you got anything to say about the black seminoles yeah, uh, I mean, I, I know enough about, just like what you said, I mean, definitely they would make their way all the way to Mexico and, and at times also settle in Mexico. But I, what I did want to add to this, though, is is that I think this specific story is really important because I know that Mexicans, a lot of them have anti-Black sentiment, right? Uh, I know that we are known for that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. People people think about Mexicans and, and Black uh, relations usually there is none. I know that in the East Coast is a little different for you guys. I know that you yeah. guys are a little tighter, blacks. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important for for both sides to know this because it does bring unity, especially in spaces where there isn't any unity, right? Because obviously for a while there was a the whole street vendor thing that you know people getting attacked, and a lot of the, a lot of the you know people who are attacking happen to be black young teenagers. And when it was happening, I was very careful not to post that, not because. Um, I didn't think it was important, but I mean, obviously, when you post things, you know, you know uh, that sometimes people can get a reaction out of that. So, yeah, I knew that by posting that I was going to create more anti-black sentiment. Yeah. So what I said was that 
you have to look at this from a different lens right so yes these people happen to be black and they're attacking mainly native people right a lot of the folks who do uh, end up being street vendors are native people like literally from you know uh little native communities in mexico that's not that's if you look at it like that you know it looks like a racist you know uh, it, it's influenced of by course, racism but, it, but if you if you look at it from a different perspective right? a lot of these kids are out there on the street by themselves they have no father right they have bad influences because for someone to do that to an innocent person you have to have no morals or or sure. just or not raised right and yeah. that that was the the message that i was sending because again it's so easy to, to go into the whole race thing and say you know yeah. this is why we don't like blacks you know they they, they go yeah. and attack our people right yeah and and uh um so th that's why I, I think this history and again recognizing that the mexicans have a deep african history too that is hidden for the most part because the indigenous part of it usually is the one that's highlighted yeah and just like other Latin latinos you know uh the raza as, as i like to call it we're a big mix of, of all of all three of these groups some of yeah. us have more it, of the other you know I, yeah. I, I want you i want you to correct something real quick there's yeah. a lot of pseudoscience individuals that don't know nothing about latino you know history community or culture right mm -hmm. but they like to talk like they do mm -hmm. right yes there was an individual that told me that when mexicans say raza they mean the white raza and i said no they mean latinos what exactly they mean latinos can you can you uh can you expound on that real quick yeah so i mean the the term raza was something that was it's actually pretty recent i think it was invented right after the mexican revolution in uh mexico by um this individual who essentially was saying that we are a mix again of all all these groups right and that's why latinos or in, in that case specifically mexicans have a unique culture right uh i think the reason why people confuse the raza and the whole whiteness thing is because uh at the time they were trying to do something similar that that uh that um i guess uh at least this individual that uh people in germany were doing right unifying under one race or whatever right so i think a lot of times it gets confused with that but most people who use the term today especially in in the 1960s in the chicano movement it became a turn of, of of unity right for people uh that come from all these different countries speak the same language or have a, a similar culture but it definitely does not mean white at all yeah. i mean when i use the term raza i'm not i'm not thinking about some white dude or a white people you know it's, <laughs> it's the combination it's 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 the people it's it's raza you know like yeah that's the way i, I use it it, it, it means all latinos right exactly basically. yeah that's that's all it is so um my man really tried to have a have a whole uh discussion with me i'm like you ain't gonna tell me about what the hell i know all right so <laughs> relax you know what I'm but but also about the uh the street vendor thing um i actually agree with you a lot on that and it it was a uh, also something that i wanted to 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 say um they asked a individual i'm not gonna again this is a long time ago but i still remember this they asked an individual um a black individual they said hey what do you have to say about those black people attacking those street vendors um and this individual basically said i got nothing to do with that and all black people got nothing to do with that so don't tell me about nothing about that they shouldn't be doing it but don't be i have i don't represent them 
mm-hmm. you know, and rightfully so. Shout out to that person, right? Mm-hmm. But then, a couple of weeks later, you know, something happened with some Latino, and he pretty much put all Latinos in one bag, right? <laughs> of course. Obviously, obviously right? Obviously, yeah. right? So, my thing is going to be if for some of these individuals is going to come at me or flow or whatever the case is talking about mm. what about those mexican gangs that firebombed don't don't i don't represent them and they don't mm. represent me yes so don't be coming at me on something that i got nothing to do with that's some gang shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it is what it is yep. but but that i just find that very interesting how certain individuals want to separate themselves when it comes to what some of the dumb people do but then somebody else does something and they just want to lump us all in it's just very very funny yeah and i think that's another reason why again you know here in california you have a lot of that sentiment from our community that a lot of folks feel like you know blacks don't have our back like you say you know yeah uh so then they're like oh then if they don't have my back then, then you know why should them, have their yeah, back should, right yeah you know what i mean so i understand that too i get it but again, at the end of the day, um, but you want to hear something crazy? It's a lot different over here. In the in, usually, in the East Coast, it's not like that. Yeah, I believe it's it. not. I I like I said, I grew up around black folks, and I've never had that separation. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to see somewhat of it. Now okay. I'm starting to see somewhat of it. But the thing is, in the West Coast, I believe, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, this is my theory. I believe the separation has a lot to do with jail. I was going to tell you, it's the exact same thing. Yep. That's what I believe. I believe right. that the separation has a lot to do with jail because let's keep it at a thousand. Mm-hmm. California, not socially, but in the, in the, in the, in the street levels, a lot yes. of it is ran, you know, by gangs, yep. you know, and it has a gang culture, you know? So I believe that it has a lot to do with the jail culture because jails you know you got to be with your own rasa you know what i'm saying yep, yep so that's what i think what, what what do you think it's definitely that for sure i mean growing up i grew up in a mainly latino community so we didn't really have a lot of interactions with blacks and what we did it was usually negative because of the whole gang culture thing you know what i mean like we, yeah. we, we used to beef with blacks you know just like a, a lot of folks you know uh, talked about but it wasn't until i got older that i realized you know that that's where it came from right because you're taught Right. And then also, sure. like I told you, uh, uh, out here in L.A., a, a lot of the immigrant population is targeted by by, uh, by, you know, a lot of these black folks who are just not all there. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. it comes to so they, they obviously, you know, they they if you're an immigrant new to this country and then that happens to you, you're going to teach that to your kids. Hey, you know, watch out with these blacks. Yeah. Right? And, then, and, yeah. Then, and, and for me, I remember uh, the 92 riots. You know, I was I was about six years old. And I remember going to a Toys R Us, coming out of the Toys R Us, and these three, these three, you know, black kids came out and took our shit, you oh, know. Shit. And that was my first experience with black folks. I remember oh, that. Shit. And I remember my dad went after them, took the shit back. Yeah. And uh, but those kind of things, you know, impact how you grow yeah. up. And it's not until you're older that you, you realize, you know, it has nothing to do with your skin color. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it has it has everything to do with culture. Yeah. You know, and culture is the way you behave, the way what you think, what you believe in, right? True. And culture can be changed, you know, by by acknowledging that, right? Because, yeah. you know, if you're into gang culture, you're gonna say, you know, f those people, right? And f that group or whatever. So definitely, it's influenced by those two things. You know, the, the immigrant experience in in California, specifically in areas that were, where there is interactions with black folks, 
but also definitely the gangster. Yeah, I uh before we start wrapping it up, um you no, you're absolutely right. I've never I grew up not I grew up not having any ill will with anyone. You know, nice. I grew up having the police treat us all the goddamn same. Yeah. That's how I grew up. I grew up seeing white folks, you know, in certain positions harass and intimidate us. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when it came to that whole division, I've never understood it and never seen it because we all got beat up the same. That's how I that's how I saw yeah. it. Did I run into some negative um, sentiments with certain people? Of course, you know, I, um, I ran in. There were some black Americans that, that were fucked up to me. Of course, there were some Latinos that were fucked up to mm -hmm. me. Of mm -hmm. course, there were some even Asians that were fucked up to me. Of course, you know, but I'm not. I, those were those individuals. I'm not going to just put it on the on the whole group because of course. The, the thing is, when I went back to my hood, it was black and Latino. You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so. It, it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like i just started coming like oh those goddamn but nah it wasn't even like that but it's it's a very interesting how certain people want to pick and choose yes. certain, certain issues and or sentiments when it comes to another group mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. is very very interesting and the thing is um some some people right now are, are telling me that oh now you're finally seeing what we were talking about it, it's not that the thing is that i gotta i gotta be one i gotta be true to myself and two i gotta stop the anti-latino rhetoric and mm -hmm. i think we should all be on that type of uh type of time stopping yeah. the anti-latino rhetoric if educating isn't being being you know sought after then stop talking it is mm -hmm. what it is they want to be ignorant on their own stuff it is what yep. it is Yep. I'm saying. So before we close it out, uh, Flo, tell them where they can find you. All right. So uh, you can find me on Rasa.stan on Instagram. That's where I actually am the most active because uh, I do. Uh, I open up my uh, my lives to the community. So if there's ever any any topics that you want to share or talk about, I open it up to the community so y'all can jump in and, and share. You know, I'm a pretty open person, but also on YouTube, obviously, you know, where I post all my uh, historical stuff or political stuff. Uh, regarding you know our community is Rasa Stan podcast obviously on TikTok Twitter uh, pretty much everywhere you can find me it's pretty much the same uh, you know user username or whatever but yeah man um, I'm just uh, here to, to, to speak about truth and then hopefully those who uh, listen will take something with it you know yeah and Rasa stands you know means white stand no let me stop <laughs> let me stop let me stop no but uh yeah all the links will be down below but flow listen bro thank you very much for coming in and giving giving us your point of view and also educating us on on something that a lot of people didn't know thank you thank you for having me on red no problem i'm gonna catch everybody later peace <laughs>